0: This week on Not Sauce For Work, Cherry Tam is co-hosting, Eagle is producing, we discuss the latest in the Aaron Rodgers drama, we sprinkle in a little Zion drama, and talk about what goes into a bowl of punch. With Andy McNamara, but not this week, but maybe next week, it's all your fault, Alex the Intern. Until then, we'll uh, talk to him at some point, but know that you are watching Not Sauce For Work on the Hot Sauce Sports Podcast Network. Remember when you were listening to it, perhaps watching Not Sauce for Work on the Hot Sauce Sports Podcast Network. <sighs> I'm annoyed, Terry. I'm annoyed. I want so to come mad. in here. I just want to talk sports. That's all I want to do. And fucking Russia <laughs> decides to bust, bust our balls and start World War III. Um, and here we are. We're, we're speaking of it lightly, of course. and It's not something to be taken lightly, but we are a sports comedy show. We, we are trying to lighten the mood. That said, it's also completely disingenuous if we don't mention it, right, Terry?
1: Yeah. So I don't know if it's that song, but there's some crazy static coming out of that song. Did you just stop the song, Eagle? I just didn't know, yeah. Okay, so that song creates static. I don't know what it is. Yeah, so what the fuck is going on in the world other than the static that just happened on that show? I mean, on the that, Olympics that just ended, so
2: now's a good time to start a war, right? Wait, <clears throat> the okay, Olympics, Olympics
1: started? Over, under. How many minutes Olympics. of the Olympics did you watch?
0: Um... I watched about seven minutes of snowboarding with my wife because mm-hmm. she snowboards. And, um, and so, she, you know, it was cool for her to see a sport that she likes actually on TV, right? Like, we have the benefit of watching basketball and football and hockey and soccer and all these things that we like. But, you know, sports that are not uh, as prevalent finally get their shine. I, I respect the athletes a ton. I don't care about the Olympics. I care about Olympic basketball, which is Summer Olympics. I sometimes watch the hockey, but without NHL players, I, I just I couldn't get into it. The time difference, everything.
1: I probably watched more videos of Ukraine being more more time spent on Ukraine, Russia. today than I watched the than I watched during the than I ever, amount of any time that I watched at the Olympics.
2: Yeah, I'm with you it's on crazy. that one, Terry. I think the only Olympics I watched was when I would turn on my TV to switch to the YouTube or Netflix app and it just so happened that the default channel had Olympics on. That and when I was at a sports bar having just a pint of beer uh, or food or whatever I was having and they had bobsled on TV so I watched maybe half an oh, hour of bobsled. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it was cool-ish I guess. I don't know. It sounds like just a bunch <laughs> of people running a straight line for about 100 meters and then one guy steers them to victory or defeat. So I guess no, it's, it's all about It's all about like
1: transferring it. your weight.
2: Yeah, three guys, three guys just gonna be heavy.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: I feel like Terry and I could excel at being the back end of a bobsled
1: TV. Have you seen the asses on these guys, though? Yeah. Like, two, two, like those big hams that you get at Thanksgiving, two of those in their pants. In their have, have
2: you seen the clip of the, uh, the British athlete have her pants split down the middle right before the bobsled was supposed to start on live TV? That was funny. No. Yeah.
0: Poor girl. Especially in winter Olympics I can't... like um Are we going
1: and, like, to World it's... War Three? That's what I wanna know. Are we in World War Three right now? Am I gonna get drafted? Oh, it's
0: it's, it's uh, well we we're too old, thankfully. Um Thank God. we're too old to get drafted, I believe, because nobody wants our old ass carcasses uh and the free the
1: free world. Whatever, bro, um, I got flat feet. I can't do it. Sorry. I'm gay, that... I can't go.
0: <laughs> the thing is the thing is, um you know, a lot of people compared this, to, for example, to Afghanistan. I think the closest thing we've seen from a free country is maybe the U.S. with Iraq the second time around, where it was kind of done somewhat unilaterally. But even at that, there's, there's a democratic process, right? So, like, for yeah. all your criticism, Canada, the U.S., the, you know, it, it, looking at the U.S. specifically, there's Congress, there's the Senate. Again, far from perfect, but it's just there, there are stages in place to prevent sort of unilateral control um vladimir putin has nobody to so it's literally his decision whether or not to go to war He's a czar. and he doesn't care that all of his citizens for himself are just bullet sponges and as long as the oligarchs keep him in power he doesn't care how many people die it has no impact on him
1: he has too much dirt on everybody he's never going to get taken out of unless they kill him they're gonna have to kill them.
0: They, they would have to at that point. And, yeah, and, which and is weird. That We're
1: to. living in a time where, where like leaders of, of free countries. I like Russia is a free country, right? I mean, a leader well, of free. Not, that's on, on right. paper.
0: On paper, just like they can. Leave, China's communist they communists on paper.
1: No, but they can leave. They can travel. They just don't. They don't. They don't entertain anybody outside their own. Like they drive their own cars. Like it's all that shit. But like, this is just this is like the scariest moment in our lifetime. I think. yeah it's
0: it, that that's it's up there um, just his
1: speech saying like if anybody tries to interfere anybody gets an know anybody disagrees with us whatever we're coming after you like you've never seen like that scares shit I mean.
0: oh and the amount of historical inaccuracies in his speech talking yeah. about how ukraine belongs to russia yo kiev's older than moscow bro yeah bro what the <laughs> like, hell are you talking about you can just you can look that up literally on wikipedia like you can't get debunked by Wikipedia. I think that's like a standard you need to have if you're speaking to the public.
3: Yeah, like, exactly.
0: Hot Top Sports has that standard, right? We at least look it up on Wikipedia, at the very least. Um,
1: I, I, go ahead. I, I don't know. I I, I I obviously know that I'm not going to be that... Like, we're, we're going to be safe here in, in Canada. Like, I, I Mostly, know this. Yeah. yeah. The war is not going to happen here. It'll happen over there. We're safe. I don't think that we're ever going to get to that point where I think there's too much money involved today. Where back then there wasn't that you can stop wars with money, you can stop wars with sanctions, you can stop wars with you know uh, taking them out of, of summits, like doing any of that. Like NATO has to get involved, all that shit. You can do that, but they are doing
0: that though. That's what the U.S. Yeah. and Canada are doing to stop their sanctioning, and the the idea is to put pressure on the oligarchs. Pockets, so that they put pressure on
4: Putin.
1: Basically. But I'm uh, the part that scares me is that I don't see Putin as a guy who gives a shit about any of these sanctions. He clearly doesn't.
0: Well, but not again, it's not him. It's that the people who can who have the power to remove him by force, uh, they they are kept happy by making a lot of money. Well, and no, I get, it, sa- I get it. But what
1: I'm what I get. What I'm saying is that, like. I don't like as 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 save as I think I am here in Laval. I don't see this ending because I just think he's he won't stop. Well, and, and until he I kind of have to wants.
2: agree with Tara in this one, right? Because put yourself in his shoes. He knows his actions are gonna spawn reactions from the international community. Likely, like you mentioned, sanctions, suspension of accounts, etc., etc. Of course, they know that's happening. So for sure, they yeah. have a contingency yeah. plan in place in terms of the next step. And everything and how they're gonna to react to it, right? I'm sure the message is gonna be look at the world fighting against Russia. We need to be strong and brave and blah blah blah. We can't trust them. There's gotta be some level of propaganda that comes out of this, right? Fully knowing well, I what I mean the, the same is gonna be.
1: The same day he removes the, the emergencies act, he he decides that you know he's gonna to go to he, he knew he didn't he wouldn't have the support of the country to, to to send troops to Ukraine if he still had this emergencies act going on. So I I mean, part of the reason why he took it off. But anyway, both good listen we have a deal we go and protect them i think that yeah. as a country if we have the if we have um some sort of an agreement where we have to protect where we said we're going to protect ukraine because of whatever some we belong to then do it and i'm never going to say no like i'm not a guy who likes to who thinks that military should be getting as much funding as they do in our country and in the states but in this situation i think we need to shut people down if canada the u.s germany uh whoever else wants to get involved and stop that then go for it i won't i won't wait for the french to do it that's for sure
0: yeah well the (laughs) thing is the thing is like you know um i i overheard someone recently talking about how oh the russia thing that's just a distraction i'm like tell that to the 2.9 million people in kiev who literally are in danger at the moment. You know what I mean? Like it's, I, have, I have two this guys on our dev team that happening. live
2: uh, in and around Kiev. And last time, there was like a couple of years ago, there was like a little crisis or something that happened. It was a very short-lived thing. Um, but we didn't hear from them yeah. for about a week. Like they just didn't come to work essentially. And it was like,
1: uh... Do you remember what that was?
2: Something very similar but less intense.
1: No, what it was was the Russians parked all of their their, armory, uh, their trucks yeah. at the border of Ukraine. I, at kiev that like where they where they bombed one of the spots where they bombed Now they just parked all of their trucks there all their, their 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 armors there and it's like okay are they threatening us like it was basically a threat from russia to ukraine and then um i don't know who got involved or who, like if it was nato or whoever it was the, union, the european union i don't know who got involved but they ended up getting their guys out but it was just like hey we're here like don't yeah. fuck around. But they didn't fuck around, and so, they still got the So basically, you that's know, it. They, they lost yeah.
2: power for like the whole week, and they lost telecommunication signals. So they literally couldn't tell us, "Hey, guys, we can't work." Right? So it was just a week later. they yeah. are like, "Oh, yeah. sorry about that." And we're like, "Thank God you're alive!" We're like we had no idea. We yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the hell! The hell with like. Work, yeah, exactly. I mean, my productivity um, tanked that week, so but it was worth it. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's it's a it's to me a fair punctuation on these Olympics as we. We look at the Olympics taking place in China in a situation that makes us uncomfortable. Um, we take a look at, uh, you know, the, the fact that there's the earth has changed so much that there's no snow for this Winter Olympics in that, and the snow had to be artificially created. And then, Maybe of course, it's all punctuated by the potential starting of, of the Third World War. But yet, despite all this, two things are on my mind. A Finnish guy froze his dick off is the first one.
1: Yeah, so there's... With
0: fake snow. That's,
1: I don't that's know. That's
0: the worst way to go. It's the worst I way to go.
1: I don't know what it was, but like, apparently it's not the first time it happened to him either. Where it might be no. a common do thing you know, in, in skiing. Learn.
0: How do you not learn?
1: No, but apparently it's a common thing in skiing because they wear such tight leotards that, you know, your, your dick freezes. I don't know, but I don't understand that because when I'm cold, I put my hand in my pants. Like, that's my core, right? That's where the warmest part of my body is. So imagine how cold he was that the warmest part of his body was frozen. He should have taken some breathing techniques from Win Hoff or something. I
2: mean, you're also 50 kilometers yeah. Yeah. outside with poles strapped to your hands. So I'm not sure if touching your groin is.
1: All right, Eagle. We don't need facts, Eagle, here. Yeah. Okay. This
2: doesn't a facts, Eagle. Jesus.
0: Uh, the, and the other thing, the other thing I was thinking of as I was reading all this this morning, um, uh, I was taking a dump. I had had some eggs. Congrats. For some reason, if I have eggs, I need to take a dump within 30 minutes.
1: Well, I mean, it's cold coffee. It, yeah. It's cold coffee. It 30 smells seconds.
0: exactly, but it smells exactly like eggs immediately after I eat them, and that can't be normal. And I was thinking, what other foods smell the same going in and out? Because eggs exact smell exactly like eggs.
1: Asparagus. Mm, asparagus fucks with your pee too. Pineapple. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like pi- pineapple. When I pee, and when I jizz. Not that I've ever tasted my own jizz. Oh, you need to try it for next week, Terry's for the show. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'll try it. <laughs> Product testing. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna try my own jizz. Uh, I might inject it. You know, it might taste better that way.
0: Might it might. Although I don't know. I like, have taste buds in your veins, but okay.
1: Yeah, I guess asparagus is like the one, but the the one that I've noticed that when I pee, like it smells like asparagus. If I, especially if I eat like a whole fucking sleeve.
0: Eagle, you have terrible eating habits. Is there the anything that you eat that uh, again? Maintains its smell integrity in and out.
2: Definitely asparagus is that. I find Chardonnays, as just the white wine in general, I get that smell in the toilet the next morning. Uh, oh, that cat piss. Yeah, that's the one. Oh yeah,
0: that's the that that tart, that tart yeah that tart white wine smell. That's um, cool.
2: <laughs> those are the main ones, I think. I yeah. Right. I mean,
1: what what food would you want to eat that when it came comes out you smell it again?
2: Uh, oh, peaches! Peaches are good. Peaches? Kinda, peaches are good. I of well, like salsa. Peaches. If that makes any sense.
1: Yeah, salsa's a good okay. smell. Yeah, I'd say like a nice. I like, like a little to tingle
2: too sometimes. There's a little bit of uh, the spiciness mm. left. Yeah, just, yeah. just enough one, to make actually. it a little sensational.
1: I wouldn't mind if like if I chug like a hot like a really good hot chocolate, and then when I piss, like it kind of smells like hot chocolate coming out. Like that would be a pretty cool. Vibe. Yeah.
0: What if the undigested corn in your shit? Smell made your shit smell like corn on the cob, with But corn on the
1: cob doesn't really smell like anything unless you soak it with butter.
0: Mm. So <laughs> what if the undigested corn makes your shit smell like butter? That would be awesome.
1: I mean, it would slide out really quick. That's for sure. True. True.
0: That's true. That's yeah. true. Um, there's a ton of stuff to get to, so uh, we were supposed to have an interview with Andy McNamara. There's a bit of a mix-up. Uh, he's going to likely join us uh, next week or the
1: week Thanks, after. Thanks, Alex. The intern. Uh, we'll get One job yeah the worst. Alex.
0: we'll talk to him about uh um, you know some fantasy analysis it'll be way too early, of course, to do it, but we love Andy, so we talk to him any chance we get uh, in the meantime however let's get to the news.
1: Ah, uh, Terry is the news. Is it, though? Are they, it though?
3: <laughs> Aren't is they? Is he the news?
0: Words? Yes, it is the news. Um, Eagle, how are you feeling about Aaron Rodgers
2: these days? I don't know what to feel. Um, so... And to fill everyone on exactly what's going on, he's been silent for the last little bit. We've now realized he was on like a spiritual retreat detox something for 12 Patch days. Patrick, karma cleanse. Came back with a Instagram post, also very outside of his usual character, with a whole bunch of cryptic messages and apologies and this and that. Then does kind of like a semi-media tour with mm. the Packers and then on Pat McAfee's show. And apparently he's discussing the situation right now uh, with, like, the exit interview, let's call it, with the Packers front office went reasonably well. The front office is restructuring a bunch of deals for existing players to try and make cap room. And then you hear that he's still somewhat of a psychopath and all the drama that happened from last week and more tension with the front office and the GM. So I, I don't fucking know what to think anymore. Like, am I crazy for wanting him back?
1: No, not at all. He's the no. He's the back-to-back. No, hard that he to replace. Yeah, guy's good, man.
2: But like,
0: that's the thing is, in the end, it's the most posi- it's the most important position in sports, and the Packers are lucky enough to have gone from Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer. Most franchises, te- we've talked about it a ton, right? Like, no pressure, you know, Jordan Love. To to-
1: no pressure.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, like the, the poor guy could be great and still not be good enough and and the odds are he's not even great right because there's so few great quarterbacks that's why the the, the position's so important yeah. there's a greater chance that he's Quincy Carter there's a greater chance that he's Sage Rosenfels eagle you might have to live through the the thing that other sports fans have to live through terry you wrote an article about this this week right
1: yeah so i spoke about uh, aaron rodgers and you know his whole decision that he made on the Pat McAfee show that he didn't make. He's still weighing out his option, which is his right. He wasn't nobody, anything. Yeah. But I just wanted to talk about this patch of karma cleanse, okay? I'm going to ask you, okay, I'm going to mm-hmm. ask you, what would make you do this cleanse? And I don't know if you know the details of this cleanse. So, step one, three, G- days, G- three days of ghee therapy. Eagle, I need you to tell me what ghee is. It's a G-H-E-E. Uh, consume, butter. Okay, consume ghee until you evacuate at both ends. That's step one.
0: So that would take me seven minutes. I can't eat at Indian restaurants because they cook with a lot of ghee. Uh, And I'm no longer as lactose intolerant as I used to be by product of losing weight, I guess. But um, ghee, clarified butter of any sort will destroy myself. That's the easiest part of the cleanse for me, Terry. It would literally take me seven minutes. Okay, so
1: next, (laughs) step two, one day of therapeutic vomiting. What kind of like, what, I don't know, are you having a conversation with somebody that's really deep and you just start puking all the time? Like, what's a therapeutic vomiting?
2: I mean, I just consider it oh, like tequila th- shots.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a good one.
0: <laughs> you went therapeutic as like therapy being the base word. That actually makes more sense. I went spiritual. I was like, oh. you're listening to like the Bible on tape and vomiting. That, that's right. how I thought of it. I mean, that makes so more sense.
1: That makes I'll more sense, actually. So he listens everything on tape and he just vomits all day. Then one day of laxative therapy. So they, he's just calling every they're just calling everything therapy, but they're just making you shit and puke everywhere. Yeah, this is therapy. <laughs> so, don't worry about it. Yeah, just yeah, yeah, don't worry. If your ass is bleeding, don't worry about it. If you if you think Satan is growing inside your colon and trying to rip himself out of your body, don't worry about it. That's called the therapy. Three days of herb, herb drops in nose. Pretty okay. simple there. Okay.
0: Was, uh, would, many, I feel like I don't even do it myself. Someone I like else does that for me I
1: I like this very, uh, this very uh, inconspicuous and very uh, vague description of many days of enemas. So you've got to do plenty of that enemas. Sounds like
0: a, that sounds like a, a Google Translate. Like, uh, yeah. It doesn't translate exactly. So it's many days of, of, of this. Uh,
1: then the last thing is yoga and meditation throughout. So you've just got to do that throughout, which is so far as the one of two normal things to happen here. The other normal thing, I think the first part, the ingesting something to clean out your system – um, I I think that that's good. I would do one and six. I don't know if I would do many days of enemas, but I do one at least one day of an enema.
0: Um. So, did did Aaron Rodgers have terrible eating habits? Like, like I would imagine Ben Roethlisberger needing this, oh, yeah. right? Because Ben Roethlisberger doesn't need. This is made of cheeseburger.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ben Roethlisberger doesn't need a of Karma cleanse. He just needs. He needs the god vegetables. Vishnu to clean his body. Yeah, he needs vegetables. That's another thing. <laughs> yeah, definitely vegetables. But yeah, I don't think there's anything that would make me do this cleanse. I mean, I- I'm down for so- a good cleanse. I've done juice cleanses before, and I felt great after. But like, I- this is more of like a mental cleanse, I guess. It gets rid of all like, the shit in your body. You can think clearly. I don't even know. He looked, but he, he said he accepted the, N- the MVP award while he was doing the cleanse. So like, what okay. step was he at? Maybe he had an enema in his mm-hmm. ass at the time.
0: Maybe, maybe he he always looks he he always looks super thin as soon as the the season ends. Like he like deflates basically, Um, and so maybe this is part of part of the reason why. Um, Like it sounds like he chose to have gastro.
3: Yeah,
0: and the last time I had gastro uh, was recently. I think we talked about this on the show a couple weeks ago. I've told my wife, if you get gastro again. I'm going to stay in a hotel for a week. Like, I'm, we're not living together that week. It's terrible. Yeah. It's awful. Um, so definitely, I, this cleanse is not for me. It starts off with uh, the thing that my body instantly rejects, so I don't think it'd go well. And as with yoga, my, I, I, am, I have the flexibility of a piece of wood. So um, I can't do yoga. I fall over in the easiest positions. Warrior one is basically peas falls on ass. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I can doing... my, my wife is great at yoga. She's tried to show me. Um, it hurts so
1: much. <laughs> and, Skinny people that are um, good at yoga don't impress me.
0: Yeah, I know. Like, okay, congrats, Natalia. You can yeah, stand on your head. Okay. You, you're lifting ninety pounds.
1: Congrats. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, that's cool. Try lifting two fifty. Yeah, doing exactly. try doing downward facing dog when you're 250 and your shirt's rolling up and your belly's sticking out and you can't get your heels to the ground because your hamstrings and your lower back are so tight from years of abuse on a couch.
0: Yeah, they, exactly. You know how tough that is? You yeah. know how hard it is to sit and watch football?
1: Yeah, you try lying down on a couch for a really long time for 12 hours on end one day a week. Like You try doing that.
0: Yeah, 100%. Downward-facing dog is downward-facing uh, coffin for me because it would be yes. the last thing I did before dying yeah. uh, because there's no, way, there's no way I'd be able to survive um, a dude who looks like he can use some of that, though, is Zion Williamson. Um, he, oh no, wait, sorry, that, that's actually coming later. <laughs> uh, is that coming in, uh, yeah, it's just Yeah, we got that later.
2: Be- mistake. Before yeah. we get into uh, anything oh. NBA related, do we want to comment a little bit about apparently the ESPN blockbuster deal happening on the broadcasting side?
1: Oh yeah, so Al Michaels yeah, like is, is leaving?
2: Yeah.
1: Oh no, he's so, going to ESPN, sorry.
0: No, he's going to Amazon. 77000000 million. Wasn't that
1: it? was he on NBC before?
0: Yeah. I, I, I read he's going to... Eagle, can you look it up? Because I read he was going to Amazon for No, no, yeah. Million. No,
1: that's right. But there's something... What's the deal with ESPN? That Troy Aikman's going to ESPN? Troy Aikman's
0: going to ESPN, but, apparently. Um. Troy Aikman would be going uh, from Monday Night Football uh, to ESPN.
1: I don't know um, how much I like that, but who's going to be doing the color? Oh, sorry, the play-by-play.
0: So, like, that's the thing. Because I thought Collinsworth was locked up with ESPN.
1: Maybe they're doing like a, like a, like on Sunday night football, they have two guys. Maybe they're doing two guys. Maybe Collinsworth Maybe. is following Al Michaels. I mean, I think that would be more realistic because if you take Al Michaels for Monday night football, you got to take Chris Collinsworth. I mean, they're, they're a package. Well, no, it's can like, put, I you wouldn't put Mike want to position. It'll be fine.
2: Oh,
1: uh, Mike Florio. Yeah. I like Mike Florio. I,
2: I, I don't know. To be honest, um,
0: I'm, you guys know me. I don't, I don't love standard broadcasts in general. Um, I feel like they don't add a ton of info. Play-by-play yeah. is less useful on TV than it is radio. Play-by-play and radio is a real skill, by the way. Like, when we used to Dave to Dave Horn call the Expos, that is tough. That is used, tough to do.
1: I used to work at a radio station, so at night I would drive on the way to the radio station. I would listen to Sunday Night Football on the radio, and it was the best. Yeah. It was the best. Like, yeah, Sunday Night Football, we, like... It, Baseball on the radio is the best because it's one guy. It's just him, you and him. It's literally you and him talking. Like you're listening to him talk it's about intimate. the game. Yeah, it's very intimate. I baseball on the radio. There's nothing really that there's you can't you can't have like even hockey is pretty fun. Uh, there's some guys that are really good, but there's obviously the color guy that always comes in. But baseball, if you get a good commentator, that's why they, like baseball commentators they they're there forever because it's very rare to do that job and be able to do it exceptionally well over hundred and fifty times a year
0: i I think for, so the types of broadcasts I like uh are either ones that provide me a lot of information in terms of like analytics things i don 't already know yeah exactly. things that I can't just see with my eyes yeah um i don't I don't care much for cliches or give me the manning cast, give me people having
1: fun, you know what I big mean big cliche you- guy right here huge cliche <laughs> guy i can't stand it. I can't, I can't do it. I, but I don't do it on going papers.
0: We're going to disagree on a rapid fire later, and I can tell right away because of your love for sports movies and my hate of sports movies.
1: Oh, the best. I love sports. Um, because it's yeah, so, so
0: ridiculous. We'll look at how that shapes out in the next couple of weeks. I also think that we have an, intu- an interest in like, sports media, and I think that we might be off way-, way off base like when it comes to the average consumer because obviously we like sports media. It's what we do. So I don't know how interesting, like, Al Michaels' changing network is to, like, an average dude who watches football, you know?
3: Yeah. Good point.
0: Um, but so the, All-Star, the NBA All-Star game was this weekend. It's where shoes get sold, Terry, and it is where uh, deals get made and teams get built. To be honest, the game itself was one of the better All-Star games I've seen in a while.
1: Please, um, I saw it. Steph,
0: yeah. Steph Curry purposely stepping out the half court to make a three was awesome. LeBron hitting a game-winner. Again, no stakes, but it was game cool to winner.
3: See.
2: Was yeah, a, yeah, I was going to say different game, right? Setting a target score right in the fourth quarter type of thing. No clock. Well, it's, the,
0: it's the third season they do this. It's the third season that they, they do this. Um, they're working hard to try and make it appealing. The thing is, is that
1: a for effort. Um,
0: they, pay 82, they play 82 games, or even like guys with you know, load management. Let's say most guys play about 60, 65 games. No one's going to play hard defense.
1: Oh, when you're Kyrie, um, you play 12.
0: Yeah, if you're kind. Of, although there's a, it looks like New York is going to be loosening Vax laws, so it looks like he'll be able to play home games. Oh, there you go. Um, so that's that looks like it's going to pay off in the end. Uh, but we'll we'll talk about that in a second. Um, the, the hardest part about this All Star game, Terry, because I I actually watched it. I couldn't sleep, so I I actually watched it late at night. Uh, the halftime show put me to sleep because it was about two hours long, because they did like a whole ceremony for the seventy five greatest players.
1: Oh so, yes, yes, I saw this. I mean, I saw a list.
0: Yeah, Jordan. Jordan actually flew in just to walk around for eight seconds, which was kind of cool. Who was and on the, Who
1: was on the seventy five that wished, doesn't belong, in your opinion?
0: James Harden. Um, it, it's yeah, I wouldn't put James, James Harden, Harden in my seventy five. Yeah, I wouldn't put him in my seventy five. Um,
1: I don't know if I can name you seventy five players, but yeah, sure.
0: The thing is like I'm gonna make a top seventy five. If if his numbers were his MVP numbers, like throughout his entire career and not just for, like, three seasons, then maybe. But his, his career, if you look at the numbers, are actually quite unbalanced. Like, he hasn't... He's been a really, really, really good player. I don't know if he's been sort of a an excellent player. Like, like Melo is on there, but, like, like Melo's the greatest American uh, Olympian, right? Like, he's he's got all the gold medals. And so if you put winning as part of it, then, yeah, that makes sense. Um, happy Bob Cousy didn't make it. Bob Cousy did nothing till Bill Russell got there. Who's Bob Cousy? Uh, Oh, he—he's he, uh, a dude who like old basketball heads love, but like his career shooting percentage is like thirty six percent. But he—he he was like he was Iverson before Iverson. Like he would take twenty shots a game and make nine of them, and he was excited. He was really exciting for that time. But he, uh, by today's analytics, he, he just really doesn't doesn't stand out, you know. Um, but yeah. So other than that, I mean, look, the great players are the great players. Of course, there's those who just look at the top two and like. Yeah, it should be LeBron. Yeah, it's Jordan. It doesn't matter. It's the two greatest of all time. It's a pretty awesome honor to be top two. And, like, it's, a, it's, it's an indisputed top two, right? Nobody yeah. says anybody else belongs up there, right? So, you know, I'm pretty sure, you know, those two guys care about who number one is. But the amount of arguments I see about who's actually one
2: and two, it's just like, guys, it's the thinnest of margins. Okay, I just,
1: I just made my list. You ready?
2: Is it just davis Bertens one to 75?
1: No, there's two people <laughs> on the list, actually. You're halfway right. Okay. So it's David Bertans.
2: There we go. And Reggie Miller.
1: Those are the only two
0: Reggie people. Miller, I, Reggie Miller is like, I'm coming around on Reggie Miller. I'm coming around on Reggie Miller.
1: Thank you. Um, I I had to put the pressure I on I for actually, you to see, the, is, to see the light.
0: I, I No, because I think he just didn't fit in the era he played. I think had he played today, he would have been kind of like how uh, Rob Shrimp, we say it all the time, Rob Shrimp <laughs> yeah. would have been the greatest <laughs> NHL player ever if he played today. Um, it's it's the same thing. He's a guy who the skills that he had, um, and if he had if he actually worked on shooting the way guys like Steph and Damon Lillard did, he would have been a, like absolutely dominant. I've I've changed I've kind of changed my stance on Reggie Miller. So um, but uh, like
1: I, I actually made a legit top sixteen right now uh, as you we were talking. Okay. Ready? Give me Bill Russell. There's no, like, yes. no, there's no order. Yeah, yeah there's a, obviously. And there's a lot of guys. That. I just made this list now because I'm going to write a blog and make my top 75. Bill Russell, okay. Will Chamberlain, Allen Iverson, LeBron, MJ, Kobe, Kareem, Magic, KD, Steph Curry, Dwayne Wade, Gary Payton, Dennis Rodman, Reggie Miller, Pat Ewing, Ray Allen. This is what I have so far. Can't so, go wrong so with anything. Magic, Johnson.
0: Magic Johnson's not on there,
1: huh? I put Magic. I wrote Magic. Right wrote after Magic. Kareem. Harry, Kareem, Harry Magic, Rame, KD.
0: Larry Bird's not on there.
1: Oh, he's gonna be on there Larry for sure. Bird. I'm not done. I still have another <laughs> fifty nine names to go. I just I'm gonna
0: be I'm gonna be the Alex the intern for like how, how he reacts the ESPN list, I'm gonna to react to your list. I'm gonna call out like what checks not on there? Come on. Yeah, like where's the
1: where's, where's Pageovich? <laughs> like I don't understand. He was money, bro. Where's Jason yeah. White Chocolate Williams?
0: Hey, big shot Bob, Bob Ori, man.
1: Oh, you know what? He might make my seventy five.
0: He's got more rings than Jordan.
1: So, for sure. Uh, what's think. his name? Um, uh, what's the guy that played for the Spurs? Bowen? Bruce Bowen? Is that his name?
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay.
1: I mean, That's I don't know Cole. if I put him in, but he was, he, he was nope. like an asterisk. I liked him. Yeah, sure. uh, Kawhi should be on there. Uh, Robinson, Tim Duncan. That, basically, that yeah. whole Spurs team. Um, that Spurs
0: team, absolutely. Yeah, well,
1: the main four guys. Um, who else do we Ma- got Manu.
0: That? Manu might make, like, a, like outside looking in.
1: Yeah, Manu's, like, a 70, number 75, because he was, like, a, a product of a the system. But, like, I think I can make, like, I have a very, like, I have a decent understanding of basketball, like, history knowledge. So let me yeah. see if I can get through this and see if Shaq, I don't know. Shaq's
0: make... got to be under. Shaq Shaq's, my,
1: Shaq, yeah. There's no, I'm going to make a, I'm, I'll make it a good list. I'm going to make, like, centers and make my all Star. T- I'm going to do it sick. Porno.
0: Awesome. Well. Very I'm excited. excited
1: for this. Very
0: I'm curious to see if you just copy paste from ESPN. That'll be awesome. I'm not going to look at
1: the list. I'm not going to look at the list. <laughs> I'm not um, going to look at the list.
0: So it was it was cool to see that celebration. If you have a, ch- I, we won't play it here because it's long. But if you do have the chance to hear Shaq's uh, Shaq talking about his influences and the guys who got him to where he got to, um, it's actually really touching. And even the way he talks about Barkley, he was on the same set with him at that moment. Um, it's really, really touching. Shaq does that uh, jazz hands routine a lot where like, you never know what's a joke and what's serious. So it's cool to see him just sit and be serious and, and talk to the heart. It was really, really, really heartwarming. I, I couldn't recommend more for people to watch that. To me, that was, that was the actual highlight of the All-Star game was getting a true moment with one of the most guys who ever played the game. I thought that was really cool.
1: That's, um, the, that, that's the thing about the All-Star game. It's like you have, to, you have to find these moments, right? And like I was saying before, yeah. even though I have no interest in watching like dunk, con- dunk contest, what I heard was brutal. The All-Star game, I have no interest in watching Steph Curry shooting from the logo a hundred times. Like I don't want to watch it. I don't care. I'd rather watch old jiu videos. Legit. Um, but the thing is about
0: that
1: – or-, <laughs> or that too. The thing about the NFL the, – the NBA is that they actually try to change. The NHL does too a little yeah. bit. But the NBA is actually they're innovative and they're, they have the players involved and they realize that, you know, they need to, you know, showcase these players. So like this first to this amount of points is a great way of like, OK, it keeps the blood going. But like and it's only offense, right? Nobody's playing defense in this game. So that's the no, best way to tough. get a good product out.
0: Yeah, the, the um, look, it worked on me, Terry. I got my first pair of Giannis Zoom Freaks. So I, I fed your I fed your uh, your lineage. You know, I've got to keep the lineage going.
1: Sure, he sends all his money back. To be to honest, you, so yeah, yeah.
0: Peas in the
2: pod, peas in the peas pod. Maintaining the Greek economy.
1: Yeah, because basically that purchase of the shoes, you just, you just, that was fifty percent of their uh, of their GDP, <laughs> of their GDP, right there. Yeah,
0: big sense. It's, it's, not, said. it's not. It's, it's happy not happy
1: to uh, do it. Not travel season yet, so.
0: That's true. It's true. Uh, I'm happy to do it. Um,
1: Goran it Dragic, a a statue made out of you.
0: Goran Dragic was the biggest name uh, to be on the buyout market. It was expe- so he he spent half the season basically in Miami training in their facilities. Uh, it was expected that he would sign with the Heat. Uh, instead, he signed with uh, the Brooklyn Nets. And here's him talking about his relationship with uh, head coach Steve Nash,
3: mentor of all these guys, and I think so he's doing amazing. Unfortunately, you know, the season, a lot of guys was, were out and COVID and all these situations. So, um, hopefully, in part of the season, 23 games, we can all come together and play well. So, maybe we refer to him as your coach now? Yes, definitely, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we are friends, but, uh, you know, it's all business. You know, he's... Yeah, all business. so... Uh...
0: They they actually played together with, uh, on the Suns. Uh, Goran Dragic is still, you know, he's still one of the most gifted offensive point guards. He has injury troubles, so it's going to be good if he can. If Kyrie plays, he can come off the bench. Um, I don't think he's a good fit for the first unit that's missing size anyway. Uh, but he's a, he's as good as it gets when it comes to backup point guards in the NBA. So yeah. A team that might be dangerous, we got to see what Ben Simmons looks like. A team that might be dangerous got a little bit deeper uh, for the playoffs playoff front. So I, I'm excited to see. And uh, with the, we got news today that Kyrie might be able to play home games
1: in New York finally. Love it. So, Soon we'll be able to play excited. home games in Montreal. Love it. Love that yeah. we're removing these mandates and we can potentially go on with our lives. Hopefully exactly. Kyrie doesn't find another excuse to not play games.
0: Well, uh, his sister's birthday passed.
1: Okay, so we're good so, there. Maybe he needs uh, a
0: cleanse. won't yeah. miss that one.
1: Oh, maybe he needs a bunch <laughs> <patch laughs> of karma cleanse,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, does, does Ky- Do you think Kyrie likes basketball? <laughs> like, I've never seen a player not want to play as much as Kyrie.
1: I think he, just, he, he's, he feels the same way that most uh, fringe NBA fans like myself feel, where the regular season means nothing if you have a decent team.
0: It just, man. It's it's such a rhythm sport, though. Like, if you're not on all cylinders, like I get, like they'll probably win round one ish if if him and KD are healthy. If one of them is gone, though, they're not winning a series, right?
1: Like, Mm, no, I don't think so. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Yeah, it'll be tough. Yeah, but the I thing guess is, maybe, is
0: that the team, the team maybe, is... Maybe if KD is the guy who's healthy, they win a series. But because Kyrie if is even, the top guy.
1: If they decide to split the season in half, and KD plays one half and, and Kyrie plays the other half, they would still make the playoffs because they still have two of the best on their team.
0: Yeah. But, the, like, the thing is, they're not going to get a high enough... They're not going to get a high enough seed that a first round is a walk, right? There's no way. So, like, that's why, the like, you know, the getting on the same page and all that stuff, especially that you have – Ben Simmons going to be making his debut soon. You're going to have to figure out the ball movement because that's why you brought him so that, unlike James Harden, the ball just doesn't die in the corner when the, when the ball goes to him. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to have to uh, take a few games. But look, if he plays 10 games before the end of the season, that's going to be enough, I think. Right. So let's, yeah. let's see if that, uh, how that checks out. LeBron had – he had an interesting take on – uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder and James Harden's former GM Sam Presti uh, at the All-Star game. Uh, let's let's have a listen. Anytime you go, can't hear. Yeah, I
2: know it's coming.
1: Fuck, man.
4: The
2: MVP over there is Sam Presti. The
4: MVP. I mean, Josh Giddy is. Sam Preston, I don't understand this guy's eye for talent. He drafted KD, Russ, Jeff Green, Sergi Bakker, Reggie Jackson, uh, Josh Giddy, and the list goes on and on and on. This guy's pretty damn good.
1: A compliment to another GM,
0: yeah. So, uh...
1: make more of it. Statement that you want him to be your GM. Make more of a statement. Go.
0: But so Rapalenka sort of <laughs> was the guy he chose to be the GM. And Rapalenka wanted to add DeMar DeRozan and Buddy Healed. And instead, you know, they went out to get Westbrook and, and Melo and all those pieces that don't fit at LeBron's request. So it's like he's throwing a GM under the under the bus, but yet. <laughs> This is the team you wanted, Bron. So I don't, I don't understand. And then in the same weekend, he also says, uh, eight, like, like 18 months after saying, look, it ends here. I'm going to retire as a Laker. He says, well, I'm going to end up playing wherever Bronny plays, wherever Bronny gets drafted. Uh,
1: how, how? It's just situation out there, man. How would it be? Like, let's say, like, give you an example. Let's say Carey Price. They ask him, oh, what do you think of Ken Hughes and what he's done so far for the team? He'll be like, oh, you know, uh, Kyle Dubas in Toronto has done a really good job.
0: <laughs>
1: what do you think would yeah. happen?
0: Um, I mean, well, the media would jump down his throat. And, you know, I, I don't think they would move Carey Price because of the contract. But, like, obviously, we wouldn't be happy, right?
1: I doubled um, my list, by the way.
0: Nice. Pretty good. You, you want to go? You want me you to tell should... you? The problem, is, the problem is you're going to uh, end up with 90 players with 75. No, but I want to get
1: to, like, 120 players, and then I'm going to narrow it down. I'm not making my 75 live on the show right here. I'm going to add I'm adding 16 more names to the list here, but these are, like, for sure ins. Ready? Give me the next 16. Give me the next 16. Larry Bird, Tim Duncan, David Robinson, Shaq, Tony Parker, Chris Paul, Steve Nash, Dirk, Carl Malone, John Stockton, Kawhi, Isaiah Thomas, Jerry West, Vince Carter, Hakeem Olajuwon, uh, Kyrie Irving, Jason Kidd. Ja- Kyrie Irving, I was a little bit iffy, but he's good, so I'm gonna keep him in there. The thing,
0: Ky- the thing is, Kyrie Irving made the shot, right? So yeah, he, like, and he's better than Ray Allen, who also made the shot. So, like, That's he, a good th- point. Th- those two, like, like, so it's not like putting Bill Paxton on a list, right? Like these guys, like Allen's pro- Ray Allen's probably borderline, whereas like I, I probably say Kyrie was a touch better than than Ray Allen, right? Overall, so
1: yeah, I think so. Are you gonna? Put it might, the it's not gonna be a blog. Who? The Practice King, Alan Iverson. Yeah, yeah, for first. He, sure, right. he, was, he was the third. He was the third person I wrote down. Oh, after I forgot,
2: I forgot already, guys, I never See, watched. that's play. how big these lists are. I don't care anymore. Yeah,
0: that, that's yeah, how much they matter. That's how much they matter. Um,
1: I'm gonna make called? like I'm gonna make uh, 15 graphics of five names, <laughs> <laughs> or 10 the, graphics uh, of seven and a half names. <laughs> seven and a half names would be great. Yeah. Just be like, you know, like, I'm an
2: anarchist, right? So I, I much prefer the, the seven and a half names.
1: It'll be Shaq, dot, 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 and the next page will be dot, 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 O'Neill.
2: You know, you, instead of doing 15 <laughs> graphics of five names, you can do five graphics of 15 names.
1: Eagle, if I <laughs> wanted your fucking opinion,
2: I would have asked for it, okay? You probably should, because math um, apparently is hard. You can figure no, out one awkward. ratio and not the other one. It's the same fucking numbers in the other order. Yeah. Let's, let's get the rapid fire.
1: That was the whole point of the exaggeration.
2: All right. Uh, we'll use this opportunity to... Alex, the intern, thanks for not yeah, getting welcome. us a guest this week. You pitha yeah. shit. One job. One job. All right, we're going to start one with job. the first one here. The silent man. Uh, the newest New Orleans Pelican, T.J. McCullough, claims that Zion Williamson has not yet spoken to him, and so we get a take here from JJ Reddick's reaction to his okay. former teammate's personality. I love G.J. Reddick.
0: Um, yeah, Zion's been said to have been called. Here's a quote DJ Reddick had to say about it. Sorry, I forgot there was a clip there, Eagle.
4: I wasn't the best player on any team I was on. But if there was a, a buyout possibility, if there was a trade possibility, I would always reach out to team. I, I called Urson Ilyasova. I called Marco. I called Wes Matthews trying to get him to come to Philly. Like, this just shows a complete lack of investment in your team, in the organization, in the city. I get that he's hurt and away from the team. But you just traded for one of the 50 best players in the league, a guy that's supposed to be paired with you. Reach out and say hello. I, I, I'm, I'm, this is a pattern of behavior with Zion that we are seeing again and again. And Look, I was his teammate. I can describe him as a detached teammate. That, that, is a, that is an accurate statement. <laughs> this is just this is basic, basic level of humanity being a teammate. Send a text to a guy when he gets traded to your team. That is just normal behavior. Yeah. That's the bar minimum that you have to do. And the Pelicans Fair yesterday matter. sent out an email for season tickets for next year. Guess who wasn't in the email? Whose name was not in the email? Zions. Like, what the heck is going on in New Orleans, Stephen A.?
1: He's right though. My first thing, my first thing is, when did Gigi Wright become the hot take guy? <laughs> I love it because right? like, people are tired of hearing Stephen A. Smith talk. But give is a hot it even a hot thing.
2: take? It's a pretty logical take.
1: I mean, it's a hot take to say that he's a he's a he's a detached teammate. Yeah. That's a hot take. I mean, not that nobody hey, speaking knows. Speaking about like, a former we, player, yeah.
0: Speaking about a former teammate makes it a hot take,
1: right? Especially and especially, it's like it's like a it's like a, an avenue into the locker room that we know we don't usually have. And J.J. Redick, as candid as he always is, for him to say that he didn't say anything wrong, he's like, can I describe him as a detached teammate? Yes. And you can tell that he is because a guy that was – he's a guy who has been – I don't want to say coddled, but like he's been able to do whatever he wanted his entire career, his entire life. Now that he's in the NBA where he's playing guys that are better than him, he's kind of shut down. He's not putting in the work anymore because he never really had well, to put in the work.
0: You, you say that, but he was the most efficient scorer in the NBA last season.
1: What does that At mean? At 20 efficient? years old. If like, more so, points per minute kind of thing?
0: His points per 36 was insane. Okay. Okay. Um, And his shooting percentage was... Well, mind you, it's all, like, dunks and layups. But the reason he gets dunks and layups is he's so much... He's running point at 280 pounds. So, like, the w- when he comes in on a, on a pick-and-roll, starts charging the basket, nothing's getting in his way. Like, his, he's such a physically dominant force who needs to absolutely be a little less... Uh, less big than he is because... He needs to be like, lighter on his see feet. his yeah. frame already breaking down. Yeah. Um, he definitely needs, to be, he needs to be lighter guy, on his feet. He has to be. And, and that's why a guy like CJ McCullough is so important because it now gives you the ability to score from the outside. Yeah. I was shocked by the last part of that where it said that the Pelicans in the season tickets, hold, uh, season tickets pamphlet didn't include Zion's name. That's a big deal. So... You know, you're right, Terry. He has been called. He got Stan Van Gundy, who's a decorated NBA coach, fired. Um, he got basically his hand in helping choose the next coach. The, the team seemed like it was, uh, you know, Brandon Ingram improved. The team looked like it was on, on the way up. This season, he hasn't played a single game. They still went out to improve. I don't know what else he wants them to do. He's not. He's um, not he doesn't
1: want to play there anymore. They, he wants to get rid of them. And the thing is that they're going to keep him unless they get the right offer. And that's the reality. He doesn't want to be there anymore. Imagine if he was yeah, in New well, York. He probably wants to be in New York, for real.
0: He's he's likely
1: so that way that way the, the, the Knicks get all those Duke players. They get yeah. Barrett,
0: Reddish, and, uh, and Zion. They just yeah,
1: for real. I, I'm control. telling you, he wants to, he wants to be there. <laughs> he's still maybe, a kid. Maybe. he wants to be with his friends. He's still
0: he's a kid. Get the supermax and then ask for a trade. I imagine that's, that's yeah. what I think is gonna happen because nobody's gonna t- turn down an extra like seven or eight million dollars a year, right? That's a good point.
2: Next. Next. Glass half Phil. Over the weekend, Phil Mickelson stepped in as he talked about the potential of a golf super league. He dismissed the Saudis' record on human rights violations and abuses as it was an important opportunity to make changes for the PGA. And here is fellow golfer Roy... Roy's reaction to... McElroy.
1: This Roy... Jesus. Rhymes. McElroy. Uh... uh what?
2: What's I'm on? sure he's... Yeah, let me restart this for you. What did you make of
4: Phil's uh, comments earlier in the week?
2: Um, I don't want to kick someone while he's he's down, obviously, but I thought they were naive, selfish, uh, egotistical, uh, ignorant. Um, a lot of words to describe that uh, interaction he had with Shipnuck. It was... Uh, just very surprising and uh, disappointing, sad. Um, and I'm sure he's sitting at home sort of rethinking his position and, and where he goes from here.
1: So let me get this straight. Phil Mickelson was involved in like some sort of super league that the Saudis were going to run, and he spoke highly of these people, not realizing exactly. what they're... Yeah. Okay, not, no, no, and, not, realized... and not addressing the fact that they have awful human rights uh, issues or whatever you want to call them. It's worse. He actually addressed them. He said, "Yeah, he
0: basically said like, yeah, I know they, they haven't been great with like, you know, gay people and women and and minorities and and but but the thing is we have a chance to change the PGA." <laughs> it was it was the the worst take ever. And and Rory McIlroy, that's how you pronounce his name, Eagle. That's how you pronounce one of the most famous golfers in the world's name. Yeah. Could you use any more negative adjectives to describe <laughs> to describe a person that he did? He was uh, sad and despicable and terrible and Misguided, naive. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to
1: kick him when he's down. And it's like, all right, and
2: he, he, here's 15 <laughs> different adjectives.
1: Yeah, yeah, how that, you really that would be a better it.
0: top 75, 75 list, uh, top 75 adjectives to describe Phil Mickelson. I think, uh, would be the I'm best list. i on it. I'm on it. Uh, <laughs> I like Phil as a golfer. Um, there's some rumors that he has some gambling issues and some money issues. Um, And maybe that's why he's pushing for the Super League. And maybe that's why Rory referred to him as being uh, selfish. And, um, well, like, you know, I'm curious to see. I don't think these Super Leagues will pan out in the way that people think they will because there is an inherent greed that seems to bother both the athletes and the consumer. And those are the two things you need to make it work, right? Um, So I don't think we're really on the precipice of seeing it yet. Although... Experiences in sports, money does win eventually.
1: Oh, definitely. It, eventually. Always.
0: Yeah. I'm just saying, it might, maybe not immediately, but uh, at some point, I don't know how you keep it out, right?
2: Yeah. Next. All right. Hot topic. Um, Alex, Yinter did something for once and managed to dig up a Twitter feed, which if you're not following us, can follow us at Hot Sauce Sports. Martin Saint Louis, when he was in the Rangers locker room. So let's uh, go through this clip here just so we can see it. Uh, are we gonna change the way you spell leader to now start with a uh, All
3: right, boys, MSL? boys, let's do this.
1: I love how the king is just, like, unfazed, drinking whatever the fuck he was drinking. Huge piece, white gloves, ready to go in, be the best goalie of all time. Love him. Never won a Stanley Cup. Still the best.
0: Um, apparently, he's,
1: apparently, he's got, a, he's got a, a, a hammer on him. Henrik Lundqvist. right? Well,
0: that's what matters. Right? That's, that's yeah. matters. Best-looking guy um, in the
1: history of the NHL. Best-dressed. Huge piece. Can't go wrong.
0: Yeah, he's got it all. Except the Stanley Cup ring. It's literally the only thing he was missing.
1: Yeah. Life. I mean, but what, um, is it really anything...
0: Well, no, not if you got all the rest, right? That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling you and I are going to disagree on this, Terry. Uh, I see this and I'm like, okay, this doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean he'll be a good general manager. I, I find, it's like when I would hear Ray Lewis speak, I always found it to be over the top and cheesy. I can't imagine being in the locker room and taking that seriously. I, I'm, I'm a very sardonic person, perhaps. Maybe I'm too sarcastic. But yeah. I just see this. And I'm
1: like, man, this is cheesy as all hell. It is. It is cheesy. He's also a player. He's also. This is probably one in a hundred times he's done it. This is also not the first time teams do it. So yes, it's a good video and it's classic in Montreal. We we find one moment and we fucking love it. It's a great moment. Yeah. If you're a guy in the locker room, coaches don't do this. GMs don't do this people on the team do this the coach gives the responsibility to a player to do this one time except sometimes like like you see it on like 24 7 and whatever like at one point uh when dan bosman was a coach of the penguins he announced the roster and everybody went nuts when he's like flowers in the cage mark Fleury's in the cage and everybody went nuts and it was like a highlight video coaches are good at that and i'm and i'm sure that saint louis has like some rah-rah in him he's very well spoken both languages but that what he did does not mean he's going to be a good coach or a good anything
2: yeah. All the shows he's a good leader. I mean, here's a classic example. I, I Remember the clip that was going around when uh, Subban and Pacioretty weren't getting along and it was like, oh, Subban's a bad teammate or Pacioretty doesn't have any heart and it was Subban doing the intros and it's just Patch on the bench, not giving a fuck. Yeah. Lundqvist style type of thing.
1: Well, the thing is is that they, they actually had a, like, a falling out but then Pacioretty got, I think was, he got married and he only invited like five people and PK was one of them. So like the media likes to twist things. We've yeah. seen it in the last two years how the, how the media likes to twist shit, so. But anyway, I, I, I agree with you, Pease. I agree with you, Peas. I don't think that this is a, I'm a skill I'm set that a coach that, needs. Yeah.
0: Or, or GM, especially GM. It, 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 I would say it's even, it's even less important for GM than the coach, but I'm going to take this opportunity to make fun of ourselves, Hot Sauce Sports, because Alex Neater tweets, uh, Martin Sulu, what, what did he tweet, Eagle? Because I can't see it on my screen. Is something like already a great hire or
1: something like that?
2: Yeah, it's the, the best choice we had. Uh, this is a leader in the room and everything. And it's like, Dude, we were all shit talking him because yeah. he had no experience coaching a couple weeks ago. He gets four wins and suddenly he's a big fucking deal, right? Yeah, Let's,
1: exactly.
0: Let, and again, he's getting wins largely with guys who weren't who we brought onto the team, right? He's winning still with Brejamin's guys. I'm curious to see what he does. Uh, they've already made some moves. I hope it works out because. By all accounts, he does seem to be a good dude, so I do hope it works out. And they're my, they're my favorite hockey team, so I want it to work out. At the same time, I'm skeptical because it's been a bad organization for over 20 years.
2: All right, next. A nookie mistake. In a blowout win where uh, Wisconsin handled Michigan, Coach Juan Duan Howard wasn't having it, and he's received a five-game suspension for an exchange that happened during the game. Going to reset itself. There we go.
4: 77. Oh, see, they're going at it. Oh, Howard and Guard are not happy right now. As the two of them continue to have words, we told you Juan Howard was not happy
1: about that timeout. Yo, so, Howard Howard just threw the right hand. And now we got a shot. He scrum. did not throw it, right and he, smacked he him. Yeah. Because then he smacks him, and then he closes his fist. Like, oh, fuck. Like, like I don't want to do Like, don't do it again. Like, he felt bad right away. Yeah, he, he knew it was a mistake, for sure. But, like, listen, the Wisconsin But it was, was
0: open hand, right?
1: So let me let me get this shit, because I, I thought it was Michigan that was pressing on Wisconsin. But now I just saw the score. Wisconsin was pressing on Michigan. So, but the yeah. way I see it was the coach was walking towards Jawan Howard. Jawan Howard did not want to shake his hand, right? So the coach kind of, like, put yeah. his hand on him. Juwan Howard, what he did was wrong. He should have been suspended for longer, but it's the rest of the season, so I get it. Um, but at, at the end of the day, like the coach, the coach for Wisconsin, he doesn't want to shake your hand. He doesn't have to shake your hand. Like you don't have to... Like you're the wrong one. No? Yeah, What's... so
0: there's a, there's a couple of, there's a couple of things in that like... First of all, shaking hands after basketball games, it's not that much in the culture. Like it's yeah. kind of optional. Um, having played basketball, it's not, it's not like... A, you know, I, I, I've seen him do it in hockey. I've seen them do it um, in, in a lot of other sports. Basketball sort of guys just sort of dap each other up if they feel like it. Yeah. Um, and Wisconsin co- took a late timeout while they were up big, which is like basketball doesn't have a lot of unwritten rules. That's one of them. Um,
1: so 14 I points and he's calling timeouts. I get the frustration, but like, you know, I don't know how, if any of the kids got suspended. I hope they didn't because the coach kind of started it. So I, don't think so I don't think any of the I think kids got suspended, her- which I'm happy for. Yeah. When I saw the suspension, Terry, I was like... Big 10 basketball.
0: Five games to smack a dude in the head? That's not bad.
1: I might take that.
0: I might might choose that as a punishment. But like, okay, I could smash this motherfucker in the mouth, and I only miss five games? That's not bad. I can survive five checks. There you go.
2: All right. Uh, next one, uh, big swing tennis player Alexander Zverev uh, was ejected from the Mexican Open after striking near and around the judge's feet on his tower a few times. And we get to watch the clip, uh, classic tennis moment right here, tennis freakouts.
1: This is the ultimate freak-out. What is it with tennis players that have, like, the best freak-outs?
0: I don't... Because, like, like, obviously... Um, I can't remember his name. Uh, but, you know, tennis, tennis has been famous for this for a long time. And I, I don't know what about the sport leads to anger. Um, and especially anger towards the official. Because you see, in other sports, guys get mad... At other teams, other competitors, it's it's rare that you see players go after refs the way you see it in in tennis, right? Like that's gonna be the only sport where you, that happens as often as it does.
1: Um, yeah, soccer. baseball, the umpire. No, oh, Yeah, manager versus the manager. Umpire, the,
2: are they really getting mad at the umpire, or are they just? Yeah, because they're, they're the probably
1: kids. just asking them out to dinner. Like, are you gonna come out for dinner tonight? <laughs> It's your turn to pay for steak. But yeah. I mean,
2: look, you just yell angrily, and then you make a little mess, right? And then they kick you out. And just kick during the yeah, skate, it, you know?
1: Cover home plate. Steal third base. What would, what would be the, the piece of sports apparel,
0: the swing, that does the most damage? It's got to be the baseball bat or a helmet.
2: Hockey stick or, would probably hurt. Like a, no, hockey hockey sticks stick break, like? man.
1: No, they break. Yeah, yeah but they, bat, then you
2: definitely. stab them with it, right? Carbon fiber <laughs> in go. the chest. There you go. Well, I, I didn't know we were in <laughs> People legal?
0: No, that, yeah. that, you said which, which, which equipment's
2: going to hurt the most? I, you can impale someone with a broken hockey stick.
0: Oh, definitely. Well, I guess. I guess in the question, you could hit somebody with a horse. So, <laughs> yeah, sure? That's up there too. Yeah, just charge the F1, judge's one, bench. one drive through somebody. Yeah. Yeah. F one, if you drive through the uh, safety security car, although oh, I think you take more damage you can shoot than someone the literally. Car. Yeah. 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 Thing. Yeah. Uh,
2: although, are
0: there refs for you to shoot? because i think you can only shoot at the competitors last Deck
2: that and you can spear someone or like chuck yeah, a Yeah,
0: you ball. can drown someone in swimming. You you can like come out and drown and drown a, a, a referee Most dangerous. game. All sports man, <laughs> really dangerous.
2: And our really last true. one here, somewhat dangerous, somewhat related to our intro topic, a weird time to put in an ad. Uh, sometimes you get what you pay for when you decide to be a shill company. And in this case, CNN lives up to its usual standards of failing to be an actual news source uh, by having this happen live on their broadcast. Uh, yeah. We've given, you know, sometimes we talk about the right wing being kind of all weird when it comes to its media, but then you get this stuff and you kind of realize that to the entire time. If this clip were to load, there we go.
0: That's some good filibustering there, right. Eagle. So this, this is air raids. The air raids, the sirens going off in Kiev.
4: And little bit of j- Joined by an Applebee's commercial.
1: That's nuts.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's, it's the combination of Zach Brown's uh, pair of jeans that fit just right <laughs> with an Applebee's ad being played during, during the announcement of uh, the Air Raid Sirens playing. But I feel like that ad placement is kind of like an Applebee's steak. Yeah, it's, an, it's, a, it's a steak, but is it really good? Like, it's an ad space, but is it really useful
2: to be placed during that specific spot? I wonder if they charge more for uh, ads during emergencies.
1: So during air raids, we got our air raid special. Um, We, uh, we guarantee it'll hit uh, 350 million people. So pay us $350
0: million. Famously, famously, Apple doesn't allow for villains to use iPhones in movies and TV shows um, or any like character that's associated with violence or crime. Um, So I wonder if this, if that is that, I wonder if there is a special rate because Applebee's is like, you know what? When, some, when there's good news, we can't afford it because we only charge fifteen ninety nine for our steaks. Yeah. But if if you got a spot during a bombing, hook us up. You know where to go. You know where to get cold beers on a Friday night. It's
1: Applebee's, Apple bro. Applebee's.
2: You think we can afford a CNN ad? Uh,
0: you might. Actually, we might be able to at this Eventually.
1: Point. Uh, if eventually, if
0: I think we it takes.
2: Yeah. If that's all it takes. I, I,
0: bet, uh, I
1: bet they think it's a hot sauce sports sweater for a night. That's true. They'll slap
0: it on uh, on, uh, on a Cuomo. Um, Terry, thank you for all the work you've done uh, today. Uh, Eagle, thank you for all the production. Uh, Andy McNamara, thank you for getting back to us and letting us know you'll join us soon. In the meantime, I want to thank everyone for a moment to uh, like, subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff. Thank you for your continued support. And thank you all for letting me be myself.